0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Against the Grain podcast where Father and Son talk faith and footy. I'm your host, Father Ben Saliba, a Catholic priest for the Archdiocese of Sydney, joined as always by my spiritual son, Anthony. How are you? Yeah, I'm going great. How's the week been? Um,
1: Too quick. Can't remember what's happened.
0: (laughs) 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 So much for living in the (laughs) the moment. So much for living in the moment. (laughs) How has yours been? Good, mate. I just got back from Fiji. You did? I was there for 10 days. I took a, uh, some would call, a well-earned break. <laughs> and, <laughs> Not um, me. <laughs> I just I just had a really nice time. Nice. Embraced the culture, relaxed a little bit, um, sipped on a few beers, caught up on the suntan. Mm. I'll give you the insight into what goes into the mind of a priest. I'm sitting on a beach, sipping on a beer, and I'm thinking, what am I going to write for my homily this Sunday? <laughs> As I keep You're saying never on every week, you do not go on holidays from God. He's with you always. So Amen. Amen. I had a great time. The Fijian culture is just amazing. Mm. So hospitable, so warm, so welcoming. And on arriving to one of the villages, I was greeted by an elder and they said, welcome home. And oh. I thought, I've never been to Fiji before, yeah, that's let alone I mean. this village. <laughs> and it was just a beautiful welcome. They're like, this is oh, your home. So nice. It has always been your home welcome oh that's so nice the culture was amazing kava ceremonies cookouts Mm. i was gonna say yeah beer wasn't the only thing you were drinking i hear kava (laughs) was beautiful just the whole ceremonial aspect to it um to sit around for hours nice and to talk and even the the way you receive the kava the way you hand it back and just it just it blew me away yeah receiving with both hands Saying Bula. Oh. And <laughs> then you're just having conversations. Not something. So we might sip on a drink, but like you drink the entire bowl and then hand it back. And then once everyone's done a particular round, it's like then you're just speaking for 10 to 15 minutes. And then they fill it up again and you go again. Oh, and this awesome. can go for hours on end. The cultural significance of a kava ceremony was just on full display. And I was so privileged to have been part of their culture for those 10 days that I was away. So it was a really beautiful time. But a lot's been happening since I've been gone. We've got the Pacific Championships. Oh, yes. We've got all sorts of things happening. But before we get into that, it is currently 36 degrees outside, (laughs) 42 here in our very humble garage. (laughs) And I've got this young man to my left wearing a hoodie. (laughs) So we have these beautiful hoodies and shirts um, that have been given to us by our sponsor, which we'll get into later in the show. Anthony will explain (laughs) all of that. Big news. We've got all of that coming (laughs) up. But if you haven't noticed it already, I'd like everyone at home to jump on any of those social media platforms that we're a part of, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. And I'd like you to see our new pinned promotion, our giveaway. So the giveaway, as I explained in the video and in previous weeks, will go a little bit something like this. How about you tell us exactly how it goes?
1: (laughs) In the words of Carl Barron.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically, we want you to view the video. He's going to get the giggles now. We want you to view the video. We want you to like, subscribe, follow, comment you need to tag a friend, tag a friend and make a comment. Anything that has stood out to you in our episode so far, we want you to go through that motion, those processes, and then Anthony and I will pick out some of the most profound comments from all those platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, and we will be sending you a hoodie, a T-shirt, whatever it is that we've got in the stocks, we'll send those out to the three particular people that we pick across those platforms. So, and maybe you want to stand up and just show the back of that hoodie. And while oh, you're up, you can sure. take the hoodie off as well. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. So just turn for the people. Stand here in the middle so that middle camera gets you. There it is. <laughs> the arms are out. The two it. beards with the sponsor, the sponsor, who will be named shortly, with the Against the Grain thank you. logo, <laughs> the ATG so that'll be going out to a very special viewer or listener. <laughs> give, us, give us your best side. Give us your best pose. My best pose? Yeah. <clears throat> That's the Usain Bolt, I think. Very good, very good. Feel free to take that off. The poor bloke's sweating up a Thank storm. You so we'll get that off Basically, and that is that's gone. this promotion so we're, we're very pleased we're very pleased to have that and we'll speak about this beautiful white t-shirt very very soon Anth, toss it that way boom there, there you go yeah. that's beautiful editing there we'll see what, how that comes across <laughs> just a normal throw (laughs) just a normal throw I'm sure we can add something to it to make it a bit flashy we'll leave it to the magic man leave it (laughs) to the magic man he'll sort something out so that's that giveaway guys I'll remind you all before the end of the show but get liking subscribing following and for those of you in the remotest parts of the world those of you that find it very difficult to watch (laughs) I've just been advised that we can utilize a pack of St. Bernard's do you remember those dogs (laughs) They're rescue dogs. They can personally deliver. (laughs) Hear hear me out. They can personally deliver a USB in their little bell things that they wear around their neck to people in the remotest of places that might be in danger and that might be in need of salvation. Oh, these dogs. Go on.
1: Keep going. Keep going. (laughs) That was really
0: impressive. I have to admit, this wasn't my idea. I have to shout out to Father Louis Barricat st mary's cathedral he gave what? me the idea i was running out of ways that we're reaching people <laughs> and he told me why don't you talk about the saint bernard oh thanks father louis so you saved our podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. So um, no, thank you. keep them Sorry. coming in i will take suggestions over different ways that we can (laughs) reach different people. And and you'll get a shout-out on the show. And you'll get a shout-out on the show. But, Father Louis, thank you for that amazing insight. And the St. Bernard, underrated dog. Very much forgotten, I think. Very much forgotten. (laughs) We're bringing it back on ATG. We're bringing it back on (laughs) ATG. Enough clowning around. Like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Google. We're on all sorts of things. Just... However you're going to be exposed to us, please be exposed to us because we could not in any way do this without your help and your support at home. Let's talk about some footy. Let's do it. Pacific Championships. I've been away for 10 days. Mm. I've been in Fiji, a rugby union mad nation, but also a rugby league mad nation. They're very proud of how their national team did in the Rugby World Cup. And they beat Australia for the first time in their history in the Rugby World Cup. they really? They did. I don't follow it. And then (laughs) it's Union. Maybe we'll get a Union player on one day. We'll see how we go. Then I'll have to learn about it. Then we've got the league (laughs) and they've been participating in that. So give us a bit of an update. Well,
1: Fiji would be very proud because though they had a really surprisingly close (laughs) match with Cook Islands, which no one expected, they came out and belted Papua New Guinea, who I don't know if they were the favorite favorites going in.
0: Josh and a few weeks ago said that PNG were going to be one of his favorites. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Fiji ended up getting up on them.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because, I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm still going with Papua New Guinea anyway. I think they'll... The thing... They set it up a little bit weird. So, I find it strange because... I think most people probably knew that the final was going to be Australia versus New Zealand in the Pacific uh, Cup, and then the bowl would be final um, PNG and Fiji. But they set it up so that those two clashes were the last for the rounds, and so it's just going to be a repeat match next week in the finals. But no one's really complaining. I just. I just thought it was a bit strange to do that.
0: The teams get to feel each other out a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, true actually, which is nice. Um, but Papua New Guinea, like I, I still think they're favourites. They they've got solid halves, um, Lachlan Lamb and Kyle Labor. They're solid, and um, Labor's one-on-one defence is oh, so good. He, just, he puts shots on people for fun. So good, <laughs> and um, and and like Josh Alouet was saying, they're like brick walls. They hit hard. They run hard. They they're just I don't think they have any concern for their for their own well being, which is entertaining for us.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's been good. Okay. Good to see. Have there been any surprising results?
1: The Cook Islands, Fiji one that I mentioned before was probably the most surprising, um, just because of how close Cook Islands got, and uh, and that most people were expecting Fiji, including myself, to just clean them. But yesterday's one was. Uh, A little bit surprising as well. I I really thought Papua New Guinea had it. Like, I thought they would easily win it. But Fiji just shut them down. Like, Papua New Guinea usually are the ones going hard. And they set the tone. But Fiji were just taking it right back to them. And it was just, it was nice. It was a hard-hitting match. It was entertaining. Fiji belted them this week. But to be fair, Papua New Guinea had probably... Not to be um, disrespectful, or anything, but probably one of the worst performances I've seen in terms of errors, um, game management. It was pretty bad, but mm. but they're not usually that bad. So I think next week they'll come out and
0: they'll win it. Well, they had the trial run. Yeah. Next week they get to go. Yeah. I'm um. I love the international format. Yeah. Of footy because it allows it allows players to to basically step up. And players that may have gone under the radar Mm. or kind of almost unknown, they stand up on the international stage and sometimes they give it to some of the better teams. And that kind of puts them on the map, which I think is great. Whereas otherwise in club footy, they may have been, you know, stuck in the reserves or...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like you've seen so many players come out of these, these international matches, like... Lebanon's the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, (laughs) for obvious reasons. But it gives them a chance to to show up, like show that they're first grade quality.
0: Where are we up to in this particular competition as we speak? Is it the finals next week? Is it knockout now or is it just these are the final four?
1: This is the grand final for both of them. Okay. So the winner of the Pacific Bowl and the Pacific Cup are completely separate.
0: They're their own champions. Yeah,
1: from what I understand... I. They've done this competition before, but I don't remember it ever happening, to be honest. And um, from my understanding, yeah, it's just... So they've played their three round matches. And then the two teams who are at the top of their respective ladders after those three games uh, move on to the grand final. So it's Australia-New Zealand for the Pacific Cup and then Papua New Guinea-Fiji for the Pacific Bowl.
0: And were they the expected teams Yeah, to be in those particular final clashes yeah yeah so Samoa weren't expected to do much
1: Um, I think they had a bit of expectation going in because they made the World Cup final like they were doing great they had some players out they made some really weird um, selection decisions like Stephen Crichton in five-eighth was the main one everyone was talking about that was a strange one Um, especially when you have another half uh, sorry another half in your reserves you may as well throw him in. The decision not to to put Farmanu Brown, who I think is criminally underrated, I love I love New Brown. I think he's a top player. He's represented Samoa for so long, and they didn't pick him, so he went and played for New Zealand, and he's doing well there. Mm. Um, they'll come back stronger when they have a good team in in probably in the next World Cup, which isn't too far away.
0: Okay. Well, sp- speaking about international competition, you often times. Times think of um patriotism you think mm. of pride in the jersey yeah and there's been some media on players lack of patriotism yeah um sadly in the australian jersey yeah i nothing moves me more than watching for example the national anthem of new zealand being played yeah um Or Samoa. Yeah. And you see these guys hand over heart. You see them shedding a tear. How much this actually means to them. And now, politics aside, you've run out in the green and gold jersey. You're representing your country at the highest level of the game. Mm. And you stand there in silence. Now, yes, we believe in free speech and expression. But for me when it comes to your country a country that has given so much um opportunities to everyone no one can say that they're discriminated against anymore we're in the 21st century <laughs> yeah well, okay yeah no Not one can say, no one backing. can say that yeah. yeah and there are players that still for whatever reason refuse to sing that anthem yeah let's talk about that for a bit i know it's going to be a bit controversial but I think it's important we speak about this, God and country. And you know, we, we live in a time now where we're all you know, one of my favorite um one of my favorite sayings, all colours will agree in the dark. <laughs> it's like there's just no <laughs> yeah, distinction anymore. Saying. There's no distinction. Yeah. There are things that have happened in the past and we take adequate steps to resolve those things. But the reality is we are where we are now in twenty twenty three. Yet we still have people. It happens in America, where they'll take a knee at the national anthem, or they'll refuse to sing it because of some kind of underlying ideology. <laughs> What's going on?
1: Uh, this is this is the um, the division that's being caused. That that really bugs me when people don't actually see it. Like, un- like people who are extreme on one side, I understand. You know they're probably not going to change their minds. They we need to pray for them for a conversion of heart before they have any conversion in in the way they're thinking. But the you know those those fence sitters almost or and and they just lean this way because they hear these slogans being thrown around or whatever. That I'm not like that. That's that's what bugs me. That the like <laughs> I've said it before, but you need we need to be thinking for ourselves. And when we hear a slogan then you need to look deeper into what is actually behind it and then, okay, this is actually what's going on. Um, this, when you think for yourself and you say, okay, this is probably causing more division, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you start to see these things with this thing. Firstly, when it comes to representing your country, if you're representing Australia, it means you're representing the country that you're in at the moment. Like you're representing Australia as it is. So if you're going to represent Australia, sing the Australian National Anthem. Be proud of the country you're representing or don't represent them. Yes. Like you have that. No, no one's forcing you to put on the <laughs> Australian jersey and go out there. If you're not proud of the country, don't represent them.
0: That is a great point that you make because if you're going to be consistent in your stance, yeah. then don't play.
1: Yeah. And that's something that Josh Alloyer showed and the Manly Seven and, you know, they stand for for these particular set of virtues and our uh, sets of virtues and morals and so when a jersey came out that they they just couldn't that they can't support the ideology behind it and things like that they said no we can't wear that jersey they didn't stand there wear the jersey and then absolutely scold the community the lgbt community and all that stuff they they just didn't wear the jersey Yep. like be consistent be but that's that's the thing. Most of these things are, are contradictory. They they always contradict themselves, and so obviously that that's why it annoys me so much. Um, but yeah, it's just like like how how can how can you not see that this is causing more division? You're you're literally dividing Australians with Australians who don't like want to be considered Australians. Like, I don't know. Like yeah,
0: and look, we th- there's been so much concession to a degree yeah we've had the changing of our national anthem oh yeah from young and free to one and free yeah and i'm fine with that completely because it doesn't properly reflect the history of our nation and we have a beautiful rich history and the indigenous peoples of this particular country need to be respected and we have gone to many many lengths and we can continue going down that path and it will still not please everyone. Mm. I'm not interested in talking about that particularly on this episode. But what I think is very important is that we acknowledge firstly, as we I think have consistently said all throughout our episodes, let's acknowledge one another's humanity. Yeah. Let's respect one another. Respect our differences and our differences of opinion and let's just get on with life. Mm. And you've seen this all throughout history. Some people have an inability to let go of something that has happened in the past. And I'm not saying you have to let go, but there needs to be healing. There needs to be a process of forgiveness. And so to what do we then say to the people who have been going to the lengths that they go to to ask for forgiveness and reconciliation? But then we have another side that refuses to say, I forgive. Mm. Because they potentially hold us to ransom and say, well, unless you do this, this, this and that, there's never going to be an opportunity for us to reconcile. Yeah. Now that's taking us hostage almost and that isn't fair. It's not fair for the unity of this country and it's and it gets in the way of healing. It gets in the way of healing. Mm. It's, that's been very sensitive, I know. But, and, but we must be sensitive to these things. We must. Because we have, a, we have a, a listening and a watching audience that will disagree a lot with what you and I have said, and, and that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah. But we must be sensitive to what has happened, but we must move forward. Yeah. If we're not moving forward, we're always going to be stuck in this position. And so I think to those players that refuse to sing the national anthem, then don't wear the jersey and don't play football for your country.
1: It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Like I mentioned it on the episode with Karaz, with Jacob Karaz, when Fitler was coaching Lebanon and Karaz confirmed when, um, in this past world cup as well, you had to know the national anthem and sing it to be able to play. And the same standard should be set for every country. It's not just Australia, although I get more passionate because it's Australian.
0: (laughs) I'm Australian. Best country in the world. Honestly. Look at what's happening around the world as we speak. And you and I get to shoot this podcast without fear of a, dro- a, a bomb dropping on us. Yeah, yeah. We get to walk out in the streets and and still live a relatively healthy and safe lifestyle. Yeah. Look yeah. at what we have in this country. Yeah. Best country in the world. Mm. And people don't seem to be able to see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I always, um, always hesitate to to say any country is the best country because what what standards are there although the standards you mentioned are are pretty solid <laughs> in terms of support fundamentally the argument
0: religious freedom yeah, ability to be safe to earn a wage to support your own family We're we're pretty much the best in the world when it comes to that and that's well, not to put anything negative on any other country yeah but And I suppose a person that lives in their own country will say, I live in the best country in the world. Yeah, yeah. But why do so many? We are one of the most multicultural nations on earth. Why do Mm -hmm. people love to come and live here in Australia? It's Because we are the best. I'm not saying that with any arrogance. No, I know. It is just, it's (laughs) the truth. Yeah. Okay. But we have to protect that. If we don't protect that, we will become like other nations where anything goes, where... You will accept anything where morality falls out the window,
1: mm.
0: and where fundamental principles of human dignity and respect are thrown out. To a degree, it's happened partly, but we can still hold on, and we must hold yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, I'm still hesitant,
1: <laughs> nevertheless. But I am proud to to be Australian, and, I, and I'm so grateful that I'm in this country for all those reasons you mentioned um and and it's not to say that i don't think it's the best country in the world and it's uh, i just i always hesitate because i don't know enough i guess about any others but but i couldn't i don't think i could be prouder (laughs) to be an australian and and it's what it comes with this is where we bring patriotism in it is it brings about or no it doesn't bring about it stems from um, gratitude which i've also spoken about before but if if we're gonna victimize ourselves all the time, like I I can find a million things in my life to victimize myself over and every other person can. And then once we victimize ourselves, then everything that's ever gone wrong in our life becomes everyone else's fault. And then that causes division, like we mentioned earlier. And then um, it just becomes a hostile uh, place to be wherever you are. And so it's just an ugly way to live. Whereas if you look and you're just grateful for the things that you have, like, like I have a roof over my head. I have the opportunity to, um, to do this, to, uh, to get some sort of education. Um, actually, solid education. <laughs> um, I have, you know, food on my table. Like, this country's provided so much. And that's what we talk about when we talk about patriotism is is being grateful for what you have and understanding that it's a gift to you because of where you are. And so um, I don't think that Australians have very much not to be proud of. There are, there are definitely some things that, um, obviously like that we can get better at and things. And I, I was telling you before um, at mass last Sunday, uh, the priest in his homily was saying it was a solid homily. Um, he spoke about patriotism and he said, uh, we have two duties as Catholic citizens of our country. And one is to inform others in terms of um uh, in terms of the values and things and you know whatever and and whatever is just happening in our country uh because it is important to know and and i know people aren't interested in politics and things like that but but it is important to know Um, but the the second thing is in order to inform our second duty is to be informed right and so we need to know and understand what's going on and most importantly when it comes to to voting and things like that and actually putting things into action ourselves, we need to understand what is primary, like what's foundational and fundamental and then what's secondary. And so things that are, are fundamental and, and again, I know eventually we'll get into this a lot more in detail, but the right to life is absolutely fundamental and foundational. And, um, and, I could go on a rant for a bit, but I, I won't go on too much of one. But you can argue this right and that right and this person has this right and that person has that right. No one has any right if they don't have a life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so what you're ultimately speaking to is what we call the hierarchy of truths. Ah, yes. So truths have a hierarchy, life being one of them, but then also how much you're being charged on the M5 comes all the way down here <laughs> on yes. the toll. Yeah. So, you know um god first f- family life yeah and then yes okay living conditions these are all very important things they are, yeah but living conditions can't exist unless you have life that's so exactly that's right. exactly what you're getting to there yeah i think anyway. one of the big things which will be even more prominent in the next few months into the coming years yeah. we're already having this battle as we speak um is religious freedom yeah uh, it's a big one and we actually have an example of this playing out uh in the Mm. news currently um so for those who are not up to date with things um and because it's public we can name the college saint ursula's college has come under fire uh, for not allowing um, a young female student to bring another female partner uh, to the formal now this has created waves all over the media, yeah. And of course, again, it brings back into question the church's stance on um, not a same-sex person, not a same-sex attracted person, but same-sex behaviour. Okay, yeah. so we have almost a, um, a a saying, you know, you 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 love the sinner, but you hate the sin. Yeah. Okay. Now, the media are very smart because what they'll say is, and what I've heard over the last few days is, just let the girls go and have a dance. Let them go to the formal and have a dance. Okay. (laughs) What are you then permitting by saying, let them go and have a dance? So, what they want to do is just keep it on the surface level. Yeah. But they don't want to address what is at its core. Okay. Now, so just to be very, very clear here, if you're a person who experiences same sex attraction, God loves you. I love you. You love them. Yeah. And we respect one another. Okay. But there are things in this world, especially at a Catholic school, most especially at a Catholic school, and as Christians, there are things that you and I can't permit and we can't do. Because of their sinful nature. Yeah. Okay. So going to a dance with another girl is no big deal. But underlying that particular permission yeah. would be what goes on on a deeper level. And so that could also mean we, we start talking about same-sex marriage again. Mm. We start talking about the actions that same-sex couples perform with one another. And that's not to say that that is something that is distinct from something that i shouldn't be doing yeah do you know what i mean yeah so in our catholic teaching if i was not a priest and i was a young man and i was dating someone it would still be sinful for you to engage in sexual relations outside of marriage yeah and within the context of marriage you are still able to participate in God's life-giving gift whereby a child will result in your union. And as we know, that cannot be the case yeah. with same-sex couples. Yeah, And so this is just our fundamental teaching of the church. And again, a lot of people will disagree with this, mm-hmm. and it's okay if you disagree. But why should I be persecuted <laughs> for holding what our law in the church, our churches taught? And at the very basis of nature why should I be persecuted for holding to that opinion
1: yeah yeah
0: and it's a, and
1: the same principle applies to this as it does to um, the the Jersey uh, sorry the um, patriotism thing that we we're talking about and it's if if you're not happy with the Catholic teaching no one's forcing you to go to a Catholic school it's just the way it, I'm, I would never walk into a Muslim school and tell them that they should they should be having mass for all the christians that are going there or whatever like you know silly example but i mean it's as, as silly as what's going on now it, it's if catholic teaching and everyone knows it catholic teaching is that same sex behavior like you mentioned uh is is a sin just like uh you know just like fornication um, is a sin fornication is a sin yeah um then you can't be upset when the Catholic school enforces the Catholic teaching. Yes. And when I say enforces, it doesn't mean they're forcing the teaching on you. It means that whatever's happening in the school is in line with the Catholic teaching. Correct. So yeah.
0: I can't walk onto a soccer field and participate in a game of soccer. By picking up the ball and running with it yes great great just, analogy. A, just a simple i know it's simplistic and no analogy is ever perfect yeah but there are things there are parameters yeah. in all of this and so we need to be mindful of that and what really irks me is that it'll be the most superficial reasoning yeah and based on that reasoning everyone who differs with that reason will be crucified so it's just a dance. Let the girls go. That's not what this is about. Yeah. Okay. Catholic school, Catholic ethos, yeah. principles and teachings. It's an event run by a Catholic school. Yeah. Therefore, we fall, not fall in line, but we at least can or should be able to respect what the school is asking. Yeah. And if you're not happy with it, then don't go. Yeah. To either the school or the formal. Or the formal. Yeah. Make your own formal. <laughs> Have your own party. I've heard of this happening for years. Yeah. I know for a fact that some students are not allowed to go to their formal if their school fees aren't paid. Ah. So there are other things that play into this too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not just, okay, this is a policy of the school, just respect the policy. But when we don't get our way – I'm going to start a uh, petition. Mm. I'm going to go to the media. Yeah. I'm going to do this and that and all sorts of things. It's not very fair. And so this, this has happened, okay? And a young man who I'd like to give a bit of credit to actually put his neck out on the line yeah. by making his stance public. Yeah. And that is Adam Dewey from the West Tigers. He phoned in to to 2gb yeah and he advised he was given an opportunity to speak and i thought he spoke with eloquence i thought he was respectful because he said several times that no one is expected uh, that he he doesn't hate anyone yeah and that he's not targeting a particular group of people he said several times no this is infringing on our catholic systems On our schools on our culture where oh we we should be allowed to actually hold an opposing opinion without being crucified for it and so adam came out and he spoke and there have been repercussions since he spoke yeah because all sorts of social commentators and media writers and vloggers will come out with their own kind of um rebuttal of what he said (laughs) and that's okay too you get to have your say but Adam should be in no um there should be no threat to his career to his livelihood there should be no threat there should be no threat yeah <laughs> whether, that's there right. is or isn't is whether there is or isn't is a – whether there is or isn't question. speaks to the culture that we're in today, yeah yeah,
1: and just a few things on on everything you just said adam Adam Dewey came on and like you said, he mentioned a million times um as as we need to for this particular topic that he loves them he doesn't hate these people blah blah and and we we find ourselves continuously have to say these things when we're talking about this particular topic like and and it's because how easily it can be twisted yeah and the media jumps on these sorts of things and they're like oh they they hate these people because they blah blah they don't want um, them to have the same rights they have, which I'll get to in a second because I hate hearing that line. But um like let's let's just get this out of the way. Yes, we love you. Like <laughs> yes, we don't hate you. It's it's we're talking about a sin or an, an immoral act or whatever, an unnatural act, just like we talk about fornication. Or just like we talk about pornography or just like we talk about theft like no one has to say oh just before i let you know that stealing is wrong i just want you to know that i love thieves i love them like we don't have to do that and i understand that that comes with prudence and and a little bit of charity and things like that and like we we do need people to understand especially with a touchy topic like this that that, you know we do still love you and then we have to get through our belief and then say but just know even though i said this we love you like it it just gets tiring because like you know that like you know we love you sort of thing um sorry just a, just one more thing is when you mentioned um you know the the uh just let the girls dance that's another of those those slogans or the one-liners that they just get through they, they make it like a main sort of thing in their articles or, or online or whatever. And then people just listen to it. Yeah. Just let the girls have a dance. Like you mentioned, or, um, the other one, like I, I said, I'd get back to before is the, the gay rights is human rights. That's everywhere now, especially for this thing, gay rights is human rights. And I just sit there and I'm like, all you have to do is, is just dig a tiny, tiny little bit in that and just go, what rights do these girls, not have that we do or that heterosexuals (laughs) do and then they'll you know people oh they they don't have the right to go to this formal no sorry going to this formal is not a right (laughs) it's it's like there's a difference between rights and privileges and gifts and you know like the person who who hasn't paid their school fees or whatever like you mentioned Mm. they don't Necessarily have a right to go to this formal. It's a privilege, yeah. Like I never had a formal at school. But I didn't stand up and go, no, no, we have a right as Year 12 students to have a formal. No, it's a privilege, and we we lost that privilege. Firstly, uh, it was a long time ago, but we were given the opportunity and. Um, uh, some people said no. Some people wanted it. Then the school got egged, and we just lost all privileges <laughs> in general, um, <laughs> which is a, which is a horrible thing. I don't condone that at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, just like just just dig a little deeper. Yeah. No, it's not a right. Sorry, it's it's a privilege.
0: And I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit frustrated. Sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> and you know what? It it can get tiring. Yeah, it can get tiring, but. We must never become tired of being compassionate and respectful to our brothers and sisters, yeah, even no. those who are the loudest of um, uh, the loudest of protesters. Yeah, the, lo- the the ones making the most noise. We should never grow tired of because God loves them, and by extension, we love them. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. we need to. And th- this is the thing, Anth. People need to be reminded that they're loved. Yeah, you're right actually. Because (laughs) imagine, and I'm not drawing from a long bow I don't believe here, imagine your mother only telling you once that she loves you. Yeah. We're talking about generally a populace of people who have felt neglected, who have felt as though they've not been heard, who have felt as though they've not been respected or taken seriously. And we're talking about generations and generations of hurt building up and building up and building up. Mm. And now that there is some momentum over these last 10, 15 years with things like the gay rights movement and the trans movement and the whole LGBT agenda, now that there's been some, I suppose, momentum it's very easy for us to become tired and wearisome. Yeah, yeah. And so we need to remind everyone, and I'll look the camera in the eye here, I am one of the greatest sinners there is. We all are. Nobody is perfect. I'm never going to speak the most perfect words. I'm never going to act in the most perfect way to one of my brothers or sisters. But please know that there is no animus in what I'm Mm. saying or doing. I love you and I try my best to love you every day, but loving you doesn't mean that I have to agree with everything you do or everything you stand for. We can have a difference of opinion, we can have a respectful conversation and sometimes there will be things in life that we just cannot do. Yeah. The reason we get into this mess a lot is that people have the expectation And this is the result of living in a society that ultimately has the mindset of anarchy Mm. of lawlessness is that i should be able to do whatever i want to do and by extension that means that we are more and more growing into a godless society that has no rules or norms or functions or morality where we can measure things anymore okay so we do need to be compassionate and we do need to be patient and to these young women high school's an important time of your life you've been in the education system for 12 13 years and i know you want to celebrate and i know you want to there'll be other ways that that can happen and i think in hindsight which is always a beautiful thing once all is said and done people will just get on with life yeah And as they always do, as they always do, so it's an important thing. So, to a young man like Adam who spoke up on 2GB, yeah, um, yeah, you will have your detractors, you will have those who, um, you know, don't really agree with what you're saying, and that's okay. But keep your head up and thank you for having the courage to speak out the way you did in a very respectful and calm manner,
1: yeah. And, and we did, um, we did send a, a just a, a message out to um, Adam as well, just to just to say thank you, like you were saying just now, and just how impressed and um, inspired we were by someone who wasn't forced by any means to, uh, or even pressured necessarily to to go on. He just did it, and he did it knowing that you know, he, he, he might have to make some sacrifices. Um, there, there may be some consequences because of it, but also knowing that there are people behind him who, uh, look up to him and who would have seen this and went, oh gosh, okay. Yeah. I've got to fight, you know, for, for what I believe, no, whatever it is, I've got to fight for what I believe. And, um, just to your, your point before, it's going to sound a little bit funny how quickly <laughs> my, my, mind not, sort of has changed but i guess i've, I've calmed down quite a bit because <laughs> you're you're exactly right i've grown as i've grown up i've noticed because growing up in in a, in a lebanese household we the like i love you was like the most common thing said in the household and we're very affectionate um like we, we would kiss mom and dad and our siblings good night and good morning uh, we say good night love you you know bye love you whatever like you know and and it was so normal for us then i've grown up and and noticed that it's not the same with other people. People have grown up in households and in societies where, you're right, they, they don't know that they're loved. They're not told they love um, enough. And so, um, yeah, I like, uh, yeah, you're right, they, they, do, they do need to know they're loved. And it reminded me when you were talking of, there's a video, it's like a 10 minute video of Jason Evert speaking about homosexuality on YouTube. It's a beautiful, beautiful video. He speaks a lot more charitably than I, <laughs> than I do, um, but I'm striving for <laughs> to get there at that, that level. But he talks about, um, he, he went to get a frame of, uh, a painting of St. John Paul II, Pope St. John Paul II uh, framed. And the guy that did it for him, he saw the picture and he was like, oh, Pope John Paul II, I used to be a Catholic, but church doesn't want me anymore. And then Jason Everett was like, what, what are you talking about? Why, why doesn't the church want you? And then he opened up to him about being a homosexual and things like that. And, um, and Jason Everett said to him, no, like, what do you, what do you mean? Like the church yeah. loves
0: you. I love you. You know, like. Let's link that video.
1: Oh, yes. We'll link it in
0: this particular yeah. YouTube video. Yeah, that'd okay? be nice. That'd be nice. We'll link it. Feel we'll, free to go we'll and We'll let the it. man himself do all the talking. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: And just, a sorry, a last note on this is we're in a society now that tells us to to tolerate and, and it's all about tolerance and, and things like that. Tolerance is a very, um, it's almost like a really uh, surface level thing where if you're in a room with someone and, and you don't get along, just like, it's okay. Just tolerate them. Like, you know, instead of creating all this tension of love, just tolerate where the, the saying goes that we're made to, to love and to be loved and not to tolerate and to be tolerated. So love is a much deeper thing. And so, um, as much as tolerance is pushed, like, like if you want to go and do what you do in your own privacy, And whatever go and do it but as soon as it becomes public and and it becomes something that's trying to be pushed so that um, all of society has to change what it's known for 2000 years then that's where the pushback comes for us from us where we say no we can't tolerate that that part of, of all of society changing that that's where love comes in and we say no we love this country and we love this city and this state that we're in so much that we need to push for the best result or, or the best society that we can, we can build ourselves. Yeah. Um, that's it. Uh, that's Come all I'll say
0: on that. <laughs> well, look, I'm sure there's going to be a lot more written about it and there'll be other instances yeah. as there have been over the years of yeah. this type of occurrence. Um, and so we just have to be patient and we have to always be reminded that God loves, God is love. But remember, as I've said in previous episodes, anyone that ever had an encounter with Jesus did not leave the same person. Yeah, They left transformed. They left changed. And I know a lot of friends who are trying to live their most upright life, their, mo- their best life, um, knowing that there are things that they just can't do, but they do it with the help of God. And I think for us as Christians... We have the sacraments, as Catholics specifically, yeah. we have the sacraments that give us the grace which strengthens us to come out of our trials and hardship, not perfectly, mm-hmm. but in a way where we can overcome them because Christ overcame them on the cross. So We're very, very privileged. Amen. So let's, uh, let's change gears. Let's do it. Let's change gears. (laughs) Anthony has a very, very special announcement to make Uh, this week. Anthony, over to you. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: it is now time for Father Ben's Big Hit of the Week. And this segment is now sponsored by (laughs) our friends at I always botch this pronunciation because I can only say it in Latin with the Latin accent. So I'm just going to say it with the Latin accent. Do it.
0: Totus Tuis. Totus Tuis.
1: <laughs> uh, totus Tuis. I don't know Sodus how you.
0: Totus the clothing company.
1: Yes. Totus Tuis. Oh, there we go. Totus Tuis, clothing company. Um, they have uh helped with obviously the the merch that we have now, and they're they're sponsoring our uh, big hit segment. So a massive shout out to them. They um they, they it's basically a Catholic clothing company, and so uh, they have all different prints on their shirts, hoodies. Um, some some are extremely clever. I love love some of the things that they have. Um, uh, there's the uh, the be transformed with the transformer logo. <laughs> uh, there's the uh, I'll be back Jesus with the sunglasses, almost you know, the Jesus version of Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: <laughs> they do some pretty good things and. Yeah it's just a beautiful local company that we can get behind and support and we yeah. thank you for your support yes of us
1: yes we really appreciate it they're uh, they're definitely people to um to, to support and and it's always good i mean a, among our community that we have to to support the to particularly support these companies so please go online um i go on their instagram the the links will be
0: below below I hope that's working working out. He'll get that. See, we're doing this right now. The links are below. Below. (laughs) The links are below. We got the nod of of approval. (laughs) (laughs) Got got the nod of (laughs) approval. And (laughs) the website for those interested, which will also be below. below. (laughs) Totustours.com.au. T-O-T-U-S-T-W-S. That's W, not the letter W. Oh, U- yeah. us.com.au but we're going to have all of their information in our socials you'll be able to link to them and they do some great work so please support our um our fellow catholics out there in their branding and their company and Amen. we thank you for your support so let's get in the thank big Thank you. Hit. Let's do it. Let's do it. So in the spirit of
1: the Pacific Championship that's been happening there have been a number of big hits do you know how hard it was to pick for this week's it's, it's big hits
0: galore. Big hits galore. But I've picked one. You got one for me.
1: Yeah, and it's solid.
0: Okay. So well, who, were
1: the, who are our teams? Oh, uh, this was last week's game. Yes. Uh, Cook Islands versus Fiji.
0: Cook Islands versus Fiji. Okay, yeah. let's, the, let's the wind
1: week, it up. Two weekends
0: ago. Let's Whatever. have a I'm look. Let's have a look.
1: Play the video, please.
0: Play the video. Out of dummy half. Big hits. <laughs> wow. Love thy neighbour. <laughs> Here it is again. Oh, <laughs> love Rob. thy neighbour, indeed. Wow, that's the big hit of the week. There. That, that was Ravalawa. Yeah. On that person forgot who he is. Whoever got hit, I don't even know who he, he is. He forgot. He forgot Sorry. what he had for breakfast.
1: <laughs> probably, probably best we don't say his name because he, he felt copped a massive. hit. He there. felt the love
0: <laughs> in the ribs. <laughs> Just got dropped. Well, Big Hit of the Week. Sponsored by Totus to us. Thanks, gentlemen, for sponsoring the actual Big Hit of the Week. And (laughs) Ravalawa, classic. How good is it? Oh, He just came out. And by the way,
1: (laughs) he's their winger and he was in midfield. This was after. I think this was, it might have been the very first play the ball after he was smacked and taken out. And then they got to play the ball and he just came out. I think it was like his like. Revenge moment and just whacked him. It was so Whacked cool.
0: him. Love thy neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of love thy neighbor. <laughs> smooth. <laughs> smooth transition into As always. the gospel that we just heard yes. this weekend. And what a beautiful gospel it is yeah, well, because we've got, the, we've got the Pharisees and the Sadducees wanting to catch Jesus out. Once again, we're heading through the gospel of Matthew. Don't you love the
1: Pharisees and Sadducees? They are the greatest. Whenever they're involved in a, in a gospel, <laughs> it means they're about to get slammed. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> the Pharisees and Sadducees. So we're taking from Matthew's gospel, chapter 22, verse 34 through 40. And the Pharisees and Sadducees are trying to disrupt Jesus and his ministry as they always do. Mm. And they walk up to him and say, Master, what is the greatest of the commandments? Now... He had 613 to pick from, okay? So they're thinking, we're going to catch him on this. We're going to get him. And if he picks one, we've got 612 that we can put against him and say, aha, you got it wrong. But Jesus, in his wisdom, his understanding, his ability to read the hearts of man, says, "These, this is the greatest commandment, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. On these two laws hinge everything else. And this, I think, is one of the most telling gospels in the time we currently are in. Yeah. Now, our previous readings um, in the book of Exodus were given a build-up as to what this love of neighbor looks like. And so... The Lord God is saying, have a preferential treatment for the orphan and the widow. If you loan your brother some money, it is right and just that you receive that money back, but do not ask for interest. And so he's setting us up as to how we are supposed to love, not just by action, but by word and by thought as well. And that is how we love. So then we ask ourselves the question, how do we love our neighbour? And here's the kicker. Jesus says, you love your neighbour as you do yourself. And so that is, implicit in that is that we are doing some work on ourselves. Yeah, We're doing work on ourselves. How are we treating ourselves? How are we growing in relationship with God? Are we practising what we preach? And for me as a priest and a public figure, that is one of the hardest things I have to grapple with each and every day, is how am I being a witness to the love of God in the world without being a hypocrite Mm -hmm. and without leading people down the wrong direction? So this weekend's readings were just full of everything. Even in the second reading, we had St. Paul in his letter to the Thessalonians talk about leaving behind empty idols because how many of us put something in the place of God in our own lives? And we can be completely oblivious to the fact that we do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's all the material stuff, but we could also then idolize our own opinions. We can idolize yeah. our girlfriends, our boyfriends, Our husband or wife, our children, even. And that is something very serious that we shouldn't be doing because what happens when you put something or someone in the place of God? You are ultimately going to be very, very disappointed. Yeah. Because they will let you down always. Yeah. So, very interesting set of readings this week. Yeah. Love of God and love of neighbor. Look to what's happening around the world at the moment. Okay. There's much conflict okay we've had russia and ukraine we've got israel and palestine there are innocent people in all of this yeah innocent people that are losing their lives okay and and this is a great travesty now i don't i don't get into the politics of all of this okay we spoke earlier about the hierarchy of truths yeah okay human life is right up there, okay? Right up there. And in the words of someone that shall go unnamed, I just want people to stop dying. That's all we want. That's all we want. We just want people to stop. Honestly, the loss... We can have a laugh because of the quote, but... (laughs) But you're right. No, it's just... When will we understand that we as human beings have the capacity to perform the greatest of evils but we also have the capacity and ability to put down the things that are going to harm our brothers and sisters and just stop with the destruction and the hatred and the judgment and this is where this gospel is so important this week love god if you're loving god then you're loving your neighbor. And for anyone out there that wants to say, oh, I love God, but this group or that group, I can't stand. I wouldn't give them a loaf of bread if they were starving. Well, then in the words of St. John, you are a liar. To say that you love God and not keep his commandments makes you a liar. So a person who has hatred for his brother or sister cannot say that they love God you hate god yeah that's the reality and that's what you and i have to come to realize in our day-to-day lives that we need to strive each and every day to die to ourselves to step out of ourselves and serve other people and love even those who might not love us and this is where the christian always gets the bad rap yeah <laughs> always
1: yeah uh, well this is this is where um i mentioned to you uh, couple of episodes ago I think well anyway it was a while ago that um, a, a lot of the time we get misunderstood for things like turn the other cheek love thy uh, uh, love sorry love your enemies um, things like that is it's perceived as weak and uh, that we're being doormats and things like that uh, it's actually the the strongest and the hardest thing that you can do so usually the things that usually, Uh, the things that are easy to do, they tend not to be the greatest things that you can be doing and the things that are harder, they tend to be the, the, the right thing to do. And, um, that's why, you know, to, to be a pro footballer, you know, you need to punish yourself. You need to put yourself through hours and hours of hard work and training. The easy thing to do is to sit down, watch TV, and then go and play a footy game on the weekend. But the way we serve God is the way he's asked us to do it. And that's in the sacrifice of the mass mainly. And the mass, uh, is not for us to get anything. The beauty of it and, and the, the generosity and the love of God, uh, gives us things in mass. You know, we, we do, we get the word of God read out to us. We get the word of God explained to us. We get to partake in the most intimate union with God that we can possibly on earth which is to receive him into our bodies. We do get all of that, but the purpose of the mass isn't to get any of that. The purpose of the mass is the sacrifice. It's to give to God. And again, because of his love, we get to give God to God. The sacrifice that we, we offer on the altar is God himself, Christ, the son we're offering to the father. And then along with ourselves, we're called to offer ourselves as well um but that's that's the way that's one way and the main way that we love god and um it is through the mass then there's loving our neighbor as ourselves loving ourselves there's there's a really um common misconception about catholics or about christians is that we stay in we're in perpetual uh prayer you know like we're in a perpetual state of prayer and we don't, we don't have lives outside of
0: <laughs> speak for yourself, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's I got what I've... plenty of things I do outside of prayer.
1: Exactly. Yes, exactly. And that, that's, that's the thing is that they think we just live these boring lives. We're in prayer all the time, blah, blah. One of the things that comes with loving yourself is, is, um, rejuvenating and re-energizing so that you're able to go out and love your neighbor. And so that you're able to love God fully. And so for me, like, you know, playing Oztag, for example, is reenergized. It rejuvenates me. Yeah. Yeah. My
0: recent trip to Fiji exactly. rejuvenated me.
1: Yes, yeah. And so those those things are important. You know, for 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 an appropriate amount of time. <laughs> I stress that for an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Playing PlayStation for me is like you know, I'll play FIFA and it, you know I'll be on my own a little bit and it's like things like that are rejuvenating. That's the that's one way as well that we can love ourselves. Um, just in an everyday sort of example. There's also a question I have, but I don't know if...
0: It's, it's appropriate, go okay, for it. Okay, can I ask the question? Yeah.
1: Thank you. <laughs> All right, so my question is, is on the topic of loving yourself. Um, so when, how and where do we draw the line between loving ourselves and being obsessed with ourselves? So like, so so where does it go from where's the line drawn from self love to selfishness.
0: Gotcha. I think we can utilize the examples that you've just given. Okay. So we all need a little bit of downtime for you. It might be Oztag, or it might be a little bit of PlayStation. Okay. Inherently nothing wrong with those things. Yeah. Half an hour PlayStation at the end of the day, just to unwind, to get your head out of work. Fine. Four hours of PlayStation, selfishness self-love self-harm yeah Yeah. is what that is okay oztag as a hobby and exercise no problem play one comp a week one night you're fine one or two nights that's all good thank god playing playing six (laughs) nights a week ridiculous yeah because how on earth can you give time to anything else yeah does that make sense holiday in my example I haven't been on a leisurely holiday in over 10 years. Everything I've done has been pilgrimage or missionary work. This was the first holiday I actually went on where I spent 10 days. I treated myself to a sleep in each day. I was able to sit by the pool or at the beach and just relax. Mm. If I went any more than 10 days, it would have driven me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had if I lived my life like that all year round, that's selfish. yeah because I am no longer utilizing the gifts that God has given me for the betterment of my brothers and sisters. Mm. Okay? We were made, we were made to work, we were made to glorify God, to know Him, to love him, to serve him. Okay, so that we might be happy in this life and then happy in the next. If you're going to spend four hours bludging on PlayStation, you're definitely not knowing God in that time. You could be picking up scripture. You could be helping out a friend, calling someone who you haven't caught up with in a long time. You could be doing your holy hour, praying your rosary, and then we get to the end of the day and say, oh, I've got no time for my rosary now, but hold on a second. You just bludge for four hours on your PlayStation. Or binged a Netflix series. You know what I mean? Mm. So, all of these things are okay in moderation. It's always been the case. You know, someone was scandalized oh, father had a beer. (laughs) I'm allowed to have a beer. Okay. (laughs) There's no law against the consumption of alcohol outside of the fact that if I'm immoderate and I have too much, and it alters my state of mind, then then yes, it becomes sinful. But it's okay to participate in the leisurely things. It's okay to do those things to look after yourself. Read a good book. Go for a walk. Do some exercise. Spend time with your family. Okay? And then the things that you need to do that are required of you, you're able to do at a better level. Mm. You're able to do with full attention, with full commitment and with love ultimately. But when we distort those things, it just turns into selfishness. So you gave the example before that, you know, if you were married, you wanted macas, the missus wanted sushi. Okay. A lot of people would say, no, that is a forfeiting of my happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That is a selfishness because... What are you you concerned? Who are you concerned with? I'm concerned with myself and myself only. Mm. Okay? Every now and then, if you want to eat Maccas and your missus wants to eat sushi, then go for it. Okay? But those two diets are not sustainable on their own. You need to give and take a little bit. You need to mix things up. You need to be mindful of the bank balance. All of those types of things you need to be mindful of. Everything in moderation attributes or can be attributed to the balance you live in your own life. And that's what we're all about, achieving that right balance. Yeah, Not going too far in one direction or the other, Yeah, but achieving the right balance. It's not always going to be the same for a lot of people. It's very different. Yeah, My state of life is different to your state of life. Yeah, So it's always going to be a little bit different.
1: While you were talking, you just reminded me of something. And uh, when I was uh, in, a, in, in a uni class, so uh, for, those, for those who have ever or do attend Notre Dame, they'll understand the, the Logos course that you have to do. Um, and it's a compulsory course. I loved it. Um, you, you pick between three different subjects, sort of. So there's ethics, philosophy, and theology okay and then you have a class on them so this one was particularly philosophy and um so the the unit was called self-love and happiness and so uh, because it was philosophy it wasn't necessarily giving direct answers it was sort of getting people to think about uh, for themselves um you know what is self-love how do you love yourself things like that blah, blah blah But the the um, the tutor in that particular session had mentioned Saint Maximilian Colby, who uh, basically in in a concentration camp um, had given up his life for for a married man who uh, was picked out to um, to go into the the gas chambers, and um, he he like you know he was begging for his uh, to, for them to spare his life, and Maximilian Colby offered his his life instead, and so he went. He went in for the man um and then what they'd spoken about is maximilian colby had faith that there was something beyond this life yeah and so he had faith that um uh, that there is heaven and that he was striving for it anyway so that was basically what what we we're talking about then we got into these small groups and i was so shocked at what, what some of the people were saying it, it might have just been because the the unit was um a little bit confusing for them because they weren't getting black and white answers like that they were being encouraged to think a little bit and think differently and things like that it might have been because of that but we're in our small groups and then people started to say oh well then wouldn't you say that Maximilian Colby was selfish because he offered his life knowing that he would go to heaven and so he was just worried about himself going to heaven and then I was sitting there and I was like at first I was like what? Like, what? where did you get that from? Like, this man's offered up his life for another person. How could that ever be seen as selfish? Then I was like, okay, I, I, I start to see a little bit of confusion, and um, and I was like, okay, I, I kind of see where you're coming from, but, um, uh, but self love in that case is is not that he loved himself so much that he wanted to go to heaven. So he went and died for this guy. It was that he firstly loved God so much, yes, um, and then saw God in this person enough to say, well, i have like I've taken care of my own i've I've nourished my own faith so much and lived a life striving for perfection and for for um striving for heaven that I'm able to." get out and and do this yes
0: for the other person by that very logic the same could be said of our lord's sacrifice on the cross
1: yes yeah exactly
0: and the difference between the way you're thinking and one of these other people were thinking was jesus was always concerned with the will of the father yeah and so it was always our lord's mission to reconcile man to god yeah. And by extension, by our by virtue of our baptism, it is our mission to reconcile people who are away from God and bring them back into the fold so they can enjoy a relationship with God through the love of Jesus Christ. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what Maximilian Colby did.
1: Yeah, amen. There you go.
0: Mate, that's it. Self-love. That's it. <laughs> Look, love of God and love of neighbor, we all need to be working on it. We all need yeah. to be constantly examining ourselves asking ourselves am I being a little selfish in my life am I looking after the people that I'm supposed to be looking after am I praying and this is so important I cannot stress how important this is am I praying for those who have wronged me am I praying for those on the other side of the world that are struggling at the moment am I praying for peace Or am I praying for a victor? And on that note, I want to close the show and I want to say the only victor will be the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the Sacred Heart of Jesus. They will reign in our hearts forever and may peace be brought into this world. And so let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of our lives, for the dignity that you have bestowed upon us. We pray for all the people we have spoken about in this episode we pray that their hearts might be opened to your love that just like everyone that has an interaction with our lord is transformed and converted that we might all be transformed and converted by your love in our lives each and every day we ask all these prayers through christ our lord amen amen The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, Anthony, the people at home. And how could I forget the rose between the thorns? Sarah, our socials manager, (laughs) you're a little bit ill at the moment, so we're praying for you in a very special way. May God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Remember our Lord Jesus Christ says, you are the salt of the earth. What good is salt if it loses its taste? So stay salty. And don't be afraid to go against the green. God bless. See you next time.